This is a theory, okay? I'm just gonna say this. Dinosaurs never existed. Thoughts. Discuss why does it have to be that? Like, why is it so important that some of you guys would think that I'm not saved if I don't say Bruce Lawn. Christian conspiracy theories that are often far too common in the root of how people slide into this. In my previous video on the main Ruslan KD channel, I talked about how sometimes some Christians take a hyper-literal view of Scripture, and then that allows them to slide into other things, that allows them to be at odds with science, and I pointed out how sometimes it's just on a surface level of a difference of opinion, like young earth creationism, right? Literal six day of creation where they look at Genesis one as if it's a textbook. Now, I don't have any problem if that's what you believe. You believe what you believe. I've been fairly straightforward that I personally am not a young earth creationist. Um, I'm also not a evolutionist or anything like that, but I don't think science and Christianity have to be incompatible. When you think it is incompatible and when you start believing there, the preconceived notion and the presupposition that it has to be incompatible, well, you start sliding into some sloppy thinking, shall I say. You start questioning things like NASA. You start questioning if the world is really round or if it's flat. And the most obvious and the most egregious that I've recently seen is this conversation on if dinosaurs are real. That's right. All right. And so I wanted to point out to a fairly big influencer and her attesting to the idea that she's not sure if dinosaurs were real. So I'm just going to take her at her word and we're going to hear her out and, and see what she thinks. Now, again, I'm just connecting that it's, it's, it's a type of thinking that can get people to slide in. So Here's a creator that many of you guys are probably familiar with. Her name is Ali Beth Stuckey, and she seems like a sweet young lady who loves Jesus. She even went to debate Candace Owens's husband on Protestantism versus Catholicism, and she leans more Calvinistic, from my understanding. And they did a video called, I Don't Know If Dinosaurs Were Real. So I just wanted to show the show you guys this so that you know we we get an idea that there are people, believe it or not, who believe this sort of stuff. All right. Real quick, Trey, thank you for the super chat. Do you know of answers in Genesis? Do I know of answers in Genesis? I don't know what you're asking me. All right. So let's hear her out and uh and and you know, you we you guys can decide kind of how to process this. I'll just drop this and let y'all discuss what you think. This is a this is a theory, okay? I'm just gonna say this. It's a theory, Ali. Respect, just like evolution is a theory. Respect. Let's hear her out. Dinosaurs never existed. Thoughts. Discuss. Well, I saw a picture. I think Elijah Schaefer tweeted this out. And maybe you've seen this too. No, it was it was a picture of like a dinosaur skeleton. And it was a meme. And it was like the skeleton, you know, like how scientists would draw it, what it actually looked like. And it was like, if you, you could superimpose like a dinosaur skeleton on like a chicken. And so he was pointing out, I think he was pointing out like, you know, like, you know, the scientists are pretty sure that's what they looked like. But we don't have like a photo of one, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, obviously we don't have a photo of one. Yeah, we don't have a photo of one. And they do say that the descendant of dinosaurs is chicken. I'll be enough. Okay. Okay, see, that's a perfect 
example of like what I'm talking about that. Okay, so you've got these bones, you've got these fossils, supposedly, and they supposedly date back millions of years. And then I think it's a bunch of nerds constructing this fantasy world that they think is awesome. Like, how do you know what the like skin of a pterodactyl looked like? How do you know what it sounded like? Like, Well, we don't know, Ali. We could just go off of the evidence that we do have. In the same way, we don't know that where exactly Jesus died and where exactly he rose. We don't know. We don't know these things in order to any reasonable apologist would say the same thing about Christianity. Hey, we don't the only way to prove Christianity is true is that you would have to find a time machine and take a camera with you to go back 2,000 years and show that Jesus died and was dead, dead, and then bodily rose from the grave and was alive, alive, and then ascended to heaven. We don't know. But that doesn't mean we can't have a, a, a faith that is beyond a reasonable doubt. We can have faith that's a beyond a reasonable doubt and go, wait a minute, we don't know, but we can have a degree of confidence which is, I believe, faith is a confidence spectrum that Jesus is who he says he is and that he died and then he rose from, from the dead. So I would, I, would, I would look at it that way, all right? I only have a master's degree in biology, so I'm an expert, but I did my thesis on how the creationists and evolutionists agree there was a flood. Well, there you go. Okay, that's awesome. They agree on something. <laughs> all right, we got Singapore in the house. Okay, so let's get back to... Uh, to but but, but do, you, do you guys notice that when it comes to things that require a degree of confidence in the evidence, folks in the fundamentalist space or, or that lean more fundamentalist and have no problem with that, but then when it comes to having a degree of faith and things that come to the evidence is a skepticism, hyper-skepticism like this. How do you know those things really and like the different color patterns and all of that? How are you picking that up from bones? Now, some people, I don't think I would go so far as to say this, but some people say it's a grand conspiracy against like young earth creationism, which says that the earth is like 6,000 years old. Darkness. Darkness. And, you know, obviously God created it, that they tried to like use that as, no, the earth is like billions of years old and like we've evolved over time, yada, yada. I don't know. Why couldn't, why couldn't have God created the earth old? Why couldn't have God created the earth and the days we see as days weren't literal 24 hours. I don't know about all that. But if I were to pick like a, a theory, I'm like, I could see dinosaurs not being real. I don't know. And I don't know about the moon. I mean, I used to say, oh, yeah, for sure. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's some credence to that. What about flat earth? Anyone? No. So we went from dinosaurs not being real because of young earth creationism, the moon landing probably not happening. And now we're on flat earth. Hey, you want to see something kind of crazy? Over 75% of the people that watch this channel are not subscribed. Please consider subscribing and turning your bell notification on so that you don't miss anything we have going here. <laughs> Me neither. The thing yeah. with the moon, where my dial has moved, I used to be like, oh, we totally went, science, scientists, they totally did it. And so now it's not so much that I've seen evidence that we didn't go. I'm just like, now I don't trust the government to tell me the truth, and I wouldn't put them past it to fake it. But yeah. I don't necessarily believe, hard, you know, that doesn't mean that I believe that they did. I just don't, wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. Because I don't necessarily know either way. I think we did, though, but I don't know. You know, you never know. You never, that's the thing, is that you never know. There, there's an example of 
some pretty wild stuff. Now, my, my question to the young earth creationists would just simply be, why does it have to be a literal six days of creation? Why does it have to be that? Like, why is it so important? Now, some of you guys would think that I'm not saved if I don't take to a, your view of a literal six-day creation. Why does it have to be six days? Why couldn't have those days been millions and billions of years? Why couldn't have God made the earth old? Why can't gap, gap theory be a thing? Why does it have to be a literal six-day creation? And why is it so important to you? I'm, I'm genuinely curious. And, and by the way, I've watched all the debates. I've, I've seen, I've seen uh, 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 Michael Jones' debate for, you know, against, uh, with the young earth creation. I've, I've watched all of them. Why, why, why does it have to be that way? And, and why, do you, why do you assume that Genesis 1 is a science, scientific breakdown and not of most scholars throughout time have viewed it as more of a poetic uh, breakdown? I'm, I'm, I'm curious, right? So that that would be that would be the way I I would just pose those questions. I don't I don't I don't I don't have the answers for you guys. I just say, hey, we have a, a degree of confidence in certain information beyond a reasonable doubt, and I believe what the scriptures say. And I'll show you guys a verse that kind of guides my my thinking about this. And maybe you guys disagree with this verse, which is fine. You could disagree. You could disagree with this verse. But if you read if you read the entire scriptures, uh, this theme is repeated throughout all the scriptures. Okay repeatedly in all of the scriptures whether the children are the children of Israel are in exile whether the Babylonians take them captives whether they're in Egypt wherever this theme is repeated throughout all scripture you guys ready the earth is the Lord's and everything in it the world and all its people belong to him for he laid the earth's foundations on the seas and built it on the ocean depths. So what this verse is saying, and this is, again, echoed through all the scriptures, all of it, New Testament, Old Testament, is this idea that God is God, and God is ultimately in control, and God is ultimately in control, and the earth is, is his. The world is his, right? The world is his. So if the, if the world belongs to God, and the people in the world belong to God, and the earth is and all of this belongs to God. That means that Jesus is on the throne now. He's there now, right now, on the throne. And according to Ephesians, the earth is his footstool. And so I think some of you guys need this because I think some of, some of us have really veered off course with, with our, our worldview and, and just assume that God, like, God's on vacation, and he just let the enemy do whatever he wants to do, and so the enemy controls NASA, and the enemy controls uh, uh, everything. The enemy just got it all, and God's on vacation. He's, he's taking a nap. Well, that's not what the scriptures say. So here's the first verse. So here's the first verse, uh, Psalm 24. And by the way, you, you can, this, is in, this is in 1 Corinthians 15. This is, this is everywhere. The earth is the Lord's, and everything in it, the world and all its people, belong to him. For he laid the earth's foundation on the seas, and built it on the depths of the ocean. Now check this out. Check out what Ephesians 1 says. This is so dope. This is so, so good. Check this out. It's Ephesians 1 verse 19. This is Paul writing the church in Ephesus. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. This is the same mighty power that raises that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. 
Jesus is above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not in this world, but also in the world to come. I would say Jesus is far above any conspiracy, any institution, any organization, any cabal, any Illuminati. He is far above all of it. He is far above all of it. And, and if we go back and we, we let Scripture interpret Scripture, the earth is the Lord's. That word Lord's right there is, is, is Yahweh, okay? And we if we read Hebrews 1, Jesus is Yahweh, okay? Everything in it. The earth and all the Lord belong to him. He is far above any ruler or any power or any leader or anything else, not only in this world but in the world to come. Now, check this out. This, it, get, it gets better, friends. And God has put all things under the—God put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things— for the benefit of the church, every institution for the benefit of the church, music too, science too, all of it. And the church is his body. It is made full and complete who fills all things everywhere with himself. So friends, we don't got to be afraid of science. You don't got to be afraid of NASA. You don't got to be afraid of physics. You don't got to, right? Like, what are we doing? Christ is seated on the throne now. He is above all power and authority now in this world, here and now. And whatever authority, influence Satan has as the God of this world is on loan to him, is very limited in scope, and he doesn't have infinite authority, nor is he God in the sense that he is not omnipresent He's not all-knowing. He's not all-present. He's not all-powerful. That is not what Satan is, yet Jesus is, okay? So I am not afraid of any lizard people. I am not afraid of NASA. I am not afraid of science. I am not afraid of dinosaur fossils. I am not afraid of anyone trying to trick me because Jesus is on the throne right now. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. So I don't have to navigate and think that, think that this world has some 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 big approach to try and trick me into believing the earth is old because if I start believing the earth is old then I'm not I'm not I don't take Genesis literally hyper you know Genesis 1 literally then I'm going to stop taking the rest of the Bible literally and then I'm going to walk away from the faith right I don't got to live my life that way I can go okay Genesis 1 says God created the heavens and the earth I believe that science also has some other things that seem compelling and have evidence I could believe that as well Assuming that everything is about the matrix and they trying to get you and trick you, I, I, I just think that's a trash way to exhibit theology on this side of eternity, considering that we see this all throughout Scripture. I can show you verse after verse after verse that echo this over and over, that echo this over and over. I mean, all of Ephesians 1 is, is about Jesus being on the throne. And I think this is why we are where we are in terms of Christians lacking influence and culture is because we ran from the cities. We moved away from the places where we had influence. We moved away from the institutions, which, by the way, Christians established all of our Ivy League schools. We moved away from all these institutions. We, we got scared. We moved. And it was the it was the, the, the fundamentalist that influenced this. We gave up music. We gave up the arts. We gave up media. All the areas we used to trailblaze in, we checked out. And then you wonder why we look around and Hollywood is so anti-God. Well, we we think Hollywood is evil, which then prevents Christians from wanting to go into that line of work with media, which then continues making evil content, which then continues keeping Christians out of the content. We've given it all up on this presupposition that 
They're trying to pull one over on you, which is more tied into not biblical thinking, not, not what the historical church has done, but in, in the last hundred years of this fringe fundamentalism. We need to go back into the cities, go back into the culture, go back into media, go back into the arts. And you need to be equipped and prayed up to go into those areas and, and, and do your thing. Stop living your life walking on eggshells. Get right with Jesus. Work out your junk. Get therapy if you need therapy. Become competent and go into the marketplace of ideas and be present there. Be present in the marketplace of ideas. Shout out to Jasper. He says, if you're afraid that you'll apostatize due to a non-literal view of Genesis, you've got bigger problems than NASA. Got, got bigger problems than NASA on your hands. I would agree, Jasper. I think that's a W take from you, sir. Hey, this is a segment from our daily after party stream. Consider partnering with us online for as little as $5 a month to get access to these daily after party streams completely unedited. You'll also get access to our podcast as they are streamed live into the community before anyone else gets to see them, get to interact with our guests, get access to our private Discord server, and a discount code for our store for as little as $5 a month. Ultimately, that will help towards helping us continue contextualizing the gospel using media and podcast here on YouTube. All right, I'll see you over there. Peace.